Good morning, friends. I grew up on a farm and after leaving school, I studied agriculture at Gertine Agricultural College. After leaving college, I came home to manage the dairy farm, which is now junction 16 of the M50. One of the things I loved about farming was harvest time. It was hard work, but made all the easier when friends and neighbours would come to help. And then that lovely feeling of all safely in the store. And as the harvest hymn says, Come ye thankful, people come, raise the song of harvest home, all is safely gathered in, ere the winter storms begin. And it was the best feeling, seeing the grain in the store, the hay and straw in the shed, the silage in the silo and potatoes in the pit. And then when all the harvest was in, gathering around the table for supper with friends and family. And in our Gospel reading, Jesus speaks of harvest. For the background to these statements about harvest, we need to read through chapters 5 to 9. And then we come to that statement in verse 35 of chapter 9. Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and illness. And then as we read into the next chapter in chapter 10, Jesus calls his 12 disciples after telling them the harvest is plentiful and he gave them authority to drive out evil spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. As he sent them out, the message was simple, as he told them in verse 7 of chapter 10, to preach this message, the kingdom of heaven is near, heal the sick, drive out demons. And he calls us as his disciples today to do the same. He has given us the same authority. Remember Jesus' words at the end of the Gospel of Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 and following, he says, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them, in the name of the Father, Son and Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And friends, the harvest is still plentiful, but the workers are few. And unfortunately, too many people today want to leave the gathering of the harvest to those with collars around their necks. But Jesus is calling you, yes, he is calling you to be one of those workers. There are so many searching for truth, especially in these times we find ourselves in. But those searching often do not know who or what to turn to. Your family member, your neighbour or your work colleague. Maybe that same one Jesus is talking about and he wants you to share the good news of the kingdom with them. Let me give you some helpful tips from my farming experience about harvesting. Number one, when it comes to harvest time, it's most important that you don't wait around because the crop will spoil. It's not going to stay and wait for you to get on with the job. So the need is urgent. It's no different in God's harvest. And we see that in verse 37. The need is urgent. And you may be the harvester Jesus is calling to reach out to those closest to you. And remember Jesus in word and deed ushered in the kingdom of God. And today we see millions who do not know Jesus and who are spiritually lost. We see millions who are homeless, starving, lacking basic education, suffering from preventable diseases and the list could, is endless you can see the need is urgent so we need to get on with the job of proclaiming the kingdom and tip number two is that jesus motive was very clear to see and the same is also for true of any harvest if you do not have a love for what you are doing then the harvest will be a struggle for you in verse 36 we see jesus had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless he loved these people and that needs to be our motive. We need to usher in the kingdom of God to those around us because we love them. Jesus made no distinction in those he ministered to. In verse 18 we see him helping a ruler 
and then a woman who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. Then he healed a blind man and someone who was mute. Jesus had compassion on all of them. And we need to have that same compassion and that same love. And as we move to the third tip about harvest, we realise there is hard work and preparation. If when I was farming or even now in the garden, if I do not put in the preparation, then the harvest will be minimal. And so with the Lord's harvest, we need to see in, as in verse 38, to be people of prayer. Jesus says, ask the Lord of the harvest, therefore, to send out workers into his harvest field. We need to pray for more workers who will follow Jesus and reap the harvest. And the final tip about harvest is just to open our eyes. The potential is vast. When I planted, or even today, uh, as I plant and grow vegetables in the garden, and I put in all the preparation, minding them, then the return is amazing. And we see here in verse 37, Jesus says, The harvest is plentiful, so the potential is vast. This is what Jesus' style of success looks like. The twelve disciples we read about in chapter 10 are what you and I are called to emulate. We need to model our life on Jesus and share his vision. He calls you now to follow his model, to share his mission, and to multiply the harvest. So let me pray that you'll be one of those people today who would be a harvester in God's great harvest. So let's pray together. Lord, there is much need in our world today. It seems the workers are few. I pray as you ask to send out more workers into the harvest field and change this world. Instead of people who just listen to your word, I pray today that we will put into practice what we have heard and go and make this world a better place. Let's just start with one person. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.